Hello and welcome to Talk Ag to Me, the podcast dedicated to improving ag literacy around the globe. Today I'm joined by my colorful co-host, Evan Garcia. Good morning. <laughs> and we have a special guest today. With us we have the mayor to Larry, Mr. Carlton Jones. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? Good. good. So, um, as I mentioned in a, in a previous episode, um, I tried to get him on the podcast earlier and he hadn't happened to respond to my uh, email, so I'd like to give him this opportunity now, like I gave Eric Wilson, to give his side of the conversation that was had on Facebook. So if you want to start out with an introduction of yourself, that's perfectly fine, or if you just want to jump straight into the issue, it's entirely up to you. All right, so uh, like you said, my name is Carlton Jones. I am uh, the mayor of the city of Tulare, and he's asking a, the question would be, what was my side of the story to the conversation that we had on Facebook that was um, at some point shared to the My Job Depends on Ag site. Uh, and so, you know, I would say the it, it, it isn't like my side of the story. It's just uh, explaining what everyone saw and heard was a um, conversation that turned into a bit of a debate slash argument between myself and, a, and three or four other people. Okay, so you're talking about how which... Um for those of you outside of the room here, uh, we actually just had about a two hour or so meeting with the mayor discussing um, all the things that were said on Facebook, all the issues that we had with his comments and discussing a lot of different topics regarding agriculture. And Evan and I are joined by several members of Tulare FFA and our, uh, several of our teachers. And in that discussion, um, the mayor here explained that he was having, um, from what you tell me, an argument with a good friend of yours, uh, Eric Wilson's sister, her name is Kayla, you said? Right, that was the debate. That part was uh, the debate part of the conversation. You know, I wasn't really arguing with Kayla. Um, the argument probably happened more with uh, when Eric Wilson was tagged to the conversation. Right, so um, why don't you go ahead and start off by just explaining a little bit about what you and Kayla were talking about before Eric came in and how the whole situation changed. All right, so Kayla posted a... Um, it was a comment about the the uh, her opinion of the governor and what's going on in California, and I, I don't remember the the image that she put, uh, but um, you know I, I read it and the the only part that um, made me ask her a question was she mentioned that uh, the ag industry was being obliterated in in the state of California, and um, I totally disagreed with that, and so I asked her just for clarification if she. Uh, she said that ag is being obliterated in California <clears throat> and that started the the debate between me and, and and Kayla and she tagged her her brother and a couple other farmers in the debate and it turned into an argument pretty quick uh, with us taking shots back and forth at each other but um, uh, that was uh, kind of used to to kind of say that this is the way I feel about ag as an industry, which just wasn't true. Right, and so which um, I think I can speak on behalf of a lot of the community members in Tulare and that there was a lot of controversy over what was said both on your side and on Kayla and Eric's side and, and kind of what went on in that whole conversation. And we're not really here to debate that right now, one, because Evan has to go, and two, just because I don't want this to be about, about right. Uh, the the issues that were talked about. I just I want clarification on the situation, and, and because we have a lot of listeners from Tulare, California, I want them to understand 
um, your perspective of it because I feel it's fair that we get both perspectives and, and a clarification as to why this whole issue even happened in the first place. Right, and, and, and we talked about that in our meeting with the other students that, uh, you know, it's, um, it, it was an argument and debate where things went back and forth and if one one thing that I can apologize is for uh, um, not being a representative of my community and city in every form that I'm that I'm in uh, but you, you can see that the uh, and, I, and I hope I explained it um, to your satisfaction that <clears throat> this was uh, you know the the start of this argument was was my defending our ag culture here in the state of California. And, you know, I, I know that the industry, like most industries in our state, has its challenges. They feel overregulated. And, uh, <clears throat> but, you know, that's, that's every industry here. Uh, I do think we're alive and well. I went on mentioning some of the challenges that we have. And I probably could have did a be used better language of saying that these are our challenges and, and not our problems. Uh, these are a lot of concerns that a lot of people have with the ag industry and in the with the recent information that went out to our city about the our groundwater contaminant I would hope people understand that that's just uh, identifying an issue um, and after that we identify what we're doing to fix those issues so I'm not sure Evan do you have any I, I, I think <laughs> if people are paying attention at this point right now I really do appreciate you apologizing for the heat of the moment in the argument and also acknowledging that you could have worded what you said a little bit differently even though it was um, taken out of the context of the whole conversation as you said so I, I would like to say that I appreciate you saying what you had just said right now I agree and I think it's important to note that you know what you said and, and how you behaved in that conversation wasn't the only wrong behavior at that time like you were saying um, you and Eric both said some things that neither of you probably should have said and um, at the time I wasn't aware of what was said in the full context of, of the conversation so when I was addressing Eric a lot of those things weren't brought up and so I wasn't able to ask him about them but I, I'm sure that he uh, regrets a lot of things that he said as well as they were not appropriate for the types of conversations that you should be having about this industry. Right and and you know it's it's one of those things that uh, if, if it's the conversation between um, two people uh, as inappropriate it may be if it stays between those two people those two the the reconciliation is between those two people I agree you know if, if Eric says something to me that at some point he says you know what that may have came off a little offensive or I say something to Eric and at some point I say you know what um, thinking back I've said something that's a little offensive as if that conversation stays between us um, that apology can stay between us um, but once this uh, conversation was shared and the impression was given that this is how I think of an entire industry, then uh, the apology comes to, I have to apologize for everybody that I, I represent. Mm -hmm. And not just the council, but my entire community. Uh, now as far, and, and, and we talked about right, that being the issue, and I was like, hey, you're, you're right. I, I, never, I never said that, um, you know, yeah, I, I should act like that all the time, you know, because I didn't. It was an, an argument that, that was between two people that one of us decided to uh, to share it. And and he has every right to do that. Um, but, you know, I'm going around saying, oh, I've, I've, been, I've been here in Tulare for a very long time. I've been a supporter for Ag for a very long time. 
Um, I have an extensive background in, in agriculture. Uh, so, yeah, I really take offense to someone bashing it to make their, uh, you know, their, their making their point against their political feel, feel about our governor. But, you know, I just said don't throw our ag industry under the bus to do it. Yeah, and I think um, I think it'd be good just to kind of go over a couple of the, I think what I consider one of the bigger points that we brought up in the conversation earlier, and along those lines are like um, how at the end of your original comment that was taken out of context, it says you can't educate me. As one of our students here um, brought that up and you responded with, I appreciate you clarifying that that you weren't talking to the entire community; you were talking to the one person you were arguing with. Right, and 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 that was. That, I think that was at the beginning of that, that piece, that, that statement where, where I said you can't educate me because you're trained. And I was, re if you saw the conversation before that, I was re responding to my friend Kayla and every time she would start something, she would say, let me educate you on this. Or she would tag a couple of people in and say, let them educate you on this. And, and we were arguing about uh, some of the effects that ag would have on the environment, on, on water. Uh, we were arguing the fact that uh, um, they're contributing factors to asthma or valley fever. <clears throat> and my mistake was coming off saying ag causes these instead of saying ag is a contributing factor to these. So I can see how um, not only Eric and Kayla were offended, but how other people were offended. Uh, that part of the conversation, I, I can't even say that it was taken out of context. It was more, I wasn't clear on my argument. Um, but uh, my response to her saying all these people are going to educate me on something that I feel I've already had the research and done my education and they were trained to think that way, mm -hmm. that, that was my response. I wasn't talking to, hey, everyone in ag, you can't educate me. No, I was talking to one person who would start off every phrase with let me educate you yeah I think it's like a, let's just say I think that was kind of just it sparked a fire that didn't need to, to be sparked just because of a, a misunderstanding about what was actually going on in the situation right. so Evan do you have anything else you want to I just think a lot of what you just said is what a lot of people are looking for in this situation you know um, hopefully they listen and see this because what you did with us today there's 10 people here you can't do that with everyone in Tulare County um, and some people we can't do it with civilly at all as we saw right, right. at the last city council meeting there are definitely people who had a good message and definitely some people that were a little had a little bit more fire to their back and it was um, interesting to see but I really appreciate you explaining how how you just said not necessarily that what you said was taken out of context but that you had a mistake of not um, wording it the right way and a lot of people are looking that's what I was looking for you to say right it, it was it was uh, it was it was it's like putting together a rock to throw at somebody and I didn't put a lot of science into it I just all right I'm someone's throwing a rock at me I'm gonna pick one up Get and throw fast. it back yeah that's, <laughs> yeah that's just how it was and right you know I didn't and we've it. all been in those situations yeah, yeah. yeah. and 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 like you said there are some people given these opportunities I've known mr. Catano for a very long time um, and when, whenever uh, one of the students gave me her letter at, at my forum, and that was that's what my forum was for. You know, you, you say you can't, we, we in, invited the students and there were 10 kids here, um, but part of what makes this work is the message that they take out of here. And even though some of them are, hey, you know what, I get it, 
uh, there were some. There were one that said, "Real, I really don't get it." Yeah. You know, and and you you got going into a meeting like that, you understand that not everybody's gonna get it. Right. Or some people walk in like at our meeting, mm-hmm. at the town hall meeting that I had. We started off and we had a full conversation, and then some people stood up and read the letter that they wrote before they even got to the meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this is how I feel. No matter what happens here. Um, this is how I'm going to feel. Right. <clears throat> and and instead of them getting up and asking questions, they says, nope, this is, I'm going to read the statement that I wrote in my living room, no matter how mad I was. And then you saw the, uh, just the, the lies that come out of it. <laughs> you know, the, the, you know, there were people saying that I didn't let 200 people in right. and you were there. Mm-hmm. You know, there, was, there wasn't 200 people that showed up, first of all, mm-hmm. and everyone that showed up, all except one person. There was only one man that I told, you, you can't come in. Every, the, the people that I, I, I didn't know how many people would show up. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, uh, it, it was like instead of writing a, a letter back to every student that wrote me a letter, I said, Mr. Catano, can I just come speak to your students? give them an opportunity to ask me a question and I can answer them back. And so that way if they read something and it goes, you know, I don't, what he, I don't know what he means by that. Um, this is a, uh, a, a forum where we can ask those questions and ask follow-up questions and you really can't do that through email. So rather than typing a blog or putting out a post of, hey, this, mm-hmm. I, I said, you know what, I'm an elected official, um, let's have a town hall to allow for some dialogue because if you you guys saw at the council meeting there is no dialogue right you know people come up and they say how they feel they turn around high five people and cheer and then they they walk out and if they want to stay to get an answer at the end of the council meeting they can but then you also have council meeting council members that look for an opportunity to grandstand mm-hmm. you know and and it's like they interrupt the flow of the meeting and it's just uh oh there's a bunch of farmers i'm gonna say i love farms you know, or they'll look in the audience and say, oh, there's a bunch of military people. Let me stand up and be the first one to say, I, I support the military. Right. And, and they're just doing it as not in support of our community, but as in a way to toot their own whistle. Right. So I knew that that was going to happen at the meeting. So I wanted to provide a um, arena where people can ask questions and I can answer them. Uh, people who are not in the ag industry. You know, there were a lot of people that didn't understand the water issue. They didn't understand uh, a lot about the, the food issue. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, to give an opportunity to do that. No matter what your, no matter what kind of meeting you're having, when it's something like this, there, are, there can be some people that's there to disrupt it. Mm-hmm. No matter what, there are people that come just to show up for the fight and the funny thing. It, it, and I, I don't know if you saw this, but the media, all the news cameras kind of stayed in one spot. The meeting was cordial mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, uh, up until the, only, the one part where the first time I got disappointed in that meeting is when the farm worker lady stood up and she was speaking and she had a very strong Spanish accent mm-hmm. and the people were making fun of her. Mm-hmm. And she stopped what she was saying and she said, hey, listen, um, English is my second language, but I respect this country enough to try to speak English. Right. And they kept making fun of her. And I'm like, that, that is the part of America that is hard to be proud of. <clears throat> so we, that was a very, minus that, or, or not minus, but you, you set that part aside. 
that meeting was very respectful. It went back and forth. Mm -hmm. People weren't yelling at each other. And the first gentleman that stood up and he yelled and he had what he wrote and he was dedicated to sticking to that way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And then he held up his recall Jones sticker and, you know, and said, you need to get out of here. You just need to quit. And they were the first one that he was the first man that the camera ran over <laughs> to to interview. Yeah. And, and I, I tell people all the time, for some reason, Tulare has became the the um, the face of any bad news, especially for the Valley Voice. Mm. You know, if you if you go on their website and you look through all of their articles, it's something bad about Tulare mm. and all the great things that happen here. Um, they just write out the bad. Now, Advanced Register, they're both. You know, they'll they're they're just telling the news. If something bad happens, they're going to print it. If something good happens, they'll print it. Mm -hmm. um, we our people have to understand that uh, bad news is news, right? You know, and and we whenever we we come together as a community and and work these things out, then uh, you know the the those media outlets that just want bad news they'll kind of go away. Mm -hmm. And 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 over this past couple of years, uh, you know, with our hospital situation, with the situation with our police chief, we're we're given a lot of, given we're tossing out a lot of rocks for people to pick up and throw back at us. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree. Um, well, I'm starting to run out of the things to ask here. One one thing I kind of want to address before we close the episode here is um, before we started our meeting today with the other ten or other eight um, FFM members we had here, we took you for a tour around the farm. We showed mm -hmm. you the milk farm, we showed you um, the beef barn and the hog barn and the OH unit and all of the student projects. We explained to you how uh, Tulare is one of the only two farms in the country that has a working dairy and we explained all these things to you. Um, did you find that experience to be positive in the sense that you learned something or that you saw it as a valuable opportunity or that you um, enjoyed that? experience like what I guess like what was your reaction to that experience so you, you guys are definitely a a couple of generations after me so anytime I get to come and see what our the youth in our community is doing I, I still feel like I'm, I'm between generations like I'm not old yet but I'm definitely not young <laughs> you know I've been a firefighter longer than you guys have been on on the planet mm -hmm. but to to come and see how excited our young kids are about their industry and how passionate and how much you're willing to defend it. And you didn't care how tight the shirt I wore, or how big my arms are, you guys are all ready to, we, def we love our industry and we wanted to defend it. Mm -hmm. So in, in going through that with, with you, I was hoping that all right, at some point when I get into the classroom and I start talking to these kids, I have to let them know that I'm on their side. I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not against them. I, I support what they're doing. Um, so much that I would encourage you to, you know, not just don't wait until situations like this happens. Um, how many other council members have done that? Have been through here? None that I know. I think I think you shouldn't wait until a crisis happens. I would encourage you to um, invite all of them mm. to see what you're doing. Uh, one of the things we talked about and I brought up is when when I was a kid, and because of my my background, I wanted to be an FFA, mm -hmm. and um, that wasn't something you can get in back in, in my day. We, we kind of knew that, no, unless you're in the family, you don't, you, you're not part of that program. Uh, so I would encourage you guys to, you know, if, if, if the goal is to, we want people to understand what we do and we want people to understand where the food comes from 
um, diversify the people you're teaching. Mm. You know, um, make sure that there's people from different segments of your community. Look and make sure that they're in your ag programs, that they're in, they're part of your FFA programs. Mm. <clears throat> and we know it's not cheap. Work with, uh, work with your council. You know, we, we sponsor people through Leadership Tulare. Um, I would love for our city to sponsor kids that typically couldn't afford to come through FFA and let them be a part of it. Mm. So at the end of the day, when kids who are in this program go back to a home where ag is just part of the everyday life, there's also kids that will go home where ag isn't a part of their everyday life. Mm-hmm. And, and they'll be able to understand what you're doing out here. <clears throat> so uh, I, I love these opportunities. I, I wish that uh, it, it's something that we could have did a long time ago. Mm. You know, I wish I could come to you and talk about here. Here are our concerns in the city, uh, and you're going to be. It's going to be. You're going to be our. We're, we're putting our faith in you to address those concerns as you leave here and go to college, and you come back and work in the ag industry. Please help help us with these issues mm. well Evan do you have anything to say about that I think it's really really good opportunity yeah we had lots of good conversation here during our meeting so that was yeah I think nice. it was very clarifying we learned a lot that we were confused about as far as the whole situation and what was said and what wasn't said and that kind of thing um, so if you, if you have any final comments you want to make before we wrap up the episode here I just really appreciate you guys taking time on your day off. I know you guys are just finishing school. You got all kind of other stuff that you're working on. Um, you know, just the timing of the way things happen. You know, it would have been crazy to come during like graduation week, but right. like right when you guys, um, I got the first the the packet of letters. Uh, I put in a call to to Mr. Catano. Said, hey, uh, set this up. Let's make this happen around your your schedule. But I think it would be easier for me to come have a conversation with the students than just uh, send out a generic um, response back or to uh, write letters to every single student trying to make it personal when um, a lot of the questions were the same, Mm -hmm. a lot of the concerns and and the big, like going through all the letters and I went through every last one of them, um, the the part about, you know, you can't educate me was a concern. Right. You know, a lot of people took that as if I was personally telling them that there's nothing I can learn from you. Right. And and that's not true. When when I'm telling someone, in in that argument, I was talking to someone that no matter what I said, they were they were stuck on a narrative. Mm-hmm. They're there. They knew that they're we're going to make this argument that the mayor of Tulare is anti-ag, and no matter how many times I said no, that's not it at all. Uh, they ca- continue to to say that again mm-hmm. <clears throat> but they're people they're, they're at some point we got to stop letting people who uh, aren't from here come in and and cite fights here mm-hmm. you know and 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 not only from uh, like companies that are they're coming to I mean they'll, they'll you know they weren't here before but they'll they'll come here and be like hey let's let's encourage this fight in Tulare and, and newspapers and and TV channels from other towns they come here and say, ooh, there's a fight in Tulare. Um, at some point, we got to let them know that. It, it's, it's almost like the, uh, the Western Union rivalry. You know, we, we'll go at each other, but if uh, an out-of-town school comes in and says, we're going to get Union, Western's the first one to step up and be like, no, no, you're not. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, this is, we're Tulare for anything. Yeah. 
And so, um, yeah, um, I, I think we can get there. Yeah. <laughs> I sure hope so. Yeah. Well, uh, I just like to thank you for taking your time out of your day to come and talk to us as students, to come and be on this episode. To yeah. and, I, and I apologize for not having what you meant by I invited <laughs> you on my podcast. No, yeah, that's that's my mistake for not, you know, <clears throat> being clear about what I meant by podcast and by coming in and talking on an episode okay. and that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, once again, just I appreciate you coming out and, and taking your time to, to talk to us and, and really clarify everything. And uh, I think this is a good experience for everyone involved. All right. And anytime you guys need me to come back or now that I know what a podcast, <laughs> what you meant by that, if you need me to be on it again, we can do it. Definitely. Definitely. All right. All right, well, I think that's it for this episode. I'd just like to thank all of you for tuning in. Make sure you check us all out on our social medias. I'll link those down in the description. And don't forget, if you ain't today, thank a farmer.